At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Here is a message about the cigarette controversy from the Tobacco Institute. Guesswork and controversy as they apply to smoking and health are no substitute for the facts. Years of research financed by the tobacco industry and other sources have failed to provide clinical or experimental proof that cigarette smoking causes human disease. Statistics may show association, but they do not show cause and effect. What's needed is more research to learn the full facts about smoking and health. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think, feel. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who was taking donations from the NRA, shame on you. I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believed them. Children being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if you're going to figure out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. And here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 157 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless America. May God bless America. May God bless America. Mr. Allen, I will could start out by having you summarize for us the position of the Tobacco Institute with respect to the general question of smoking and health. I'll be glad to, Mr. John. The Tobacco Institute is an association of the tobacco manufacturers, and uh, while it generally uh, is, is concerns the entire industry, it, strictly speaking, is just one of the tobacco manufacturers, so I ought to make it clear that I'm speaking for the, <clears throat> the Institute itself when I say that we regard the smoking and health question as a very serious one and one which deserves very earnest and energetic scientific investigation and experimentation. We support that activity through 
um, a sister organization, the Tobacco Institute, which has done more investigation in the eight years since it was established than any other <coughs> private scientific or medical organization in the specific subject of lung cancer. This is the Tobacco Industry Research Committee. That's right. How much money has this uh, committee spent? Well, it's, uh, during its eight years, it uh, has made well over a hundred individual grants to independent scientists, laboratories, technicians, or various kinds of experimenters, and the, the total of these grants uh, is well over $5 million at the present moment. Does the Institute or does anybody in the industry feel that a case has been established that smoking is connected with lung cancer? No. The industry, and you say anybody in the industry, as far as I have heard anybody express himself, it is that the uh, matter needs thorough and energetic scientific investigation. All the medical authorities, as far as I know, or practically all of them, agree that nobody knows what causes cancer, uh, and specifically lung cancer, and this is a matter that remains to be found by, by thorough and energetic scientific investigation. Well, what about all of the statistical studies which seem to implicate uh, smoking? There have been many statistical studies, uh, a good many of them, which have uh, seemed to point the finger towards smoking um, as a, at least a contributory factor that needs uh, further investigation. Uh, as you undoubtedly know, there have also been a great many statistical studies which have pointed the finger towards a lot of different possible causes and uh, they would seem to add up to the fact that uh, lung cancer, or cancer in general, is one of the most complicated diseases that the medical science has ever had to address its attention to, and that there may be a variety of factors or a combination of factors. And um, uh, there have even been statistical studies which uh, come to the conclusion that uh, there is no evidence to point towards uh, smoking as a as a cause, a direct cause anyway, of of cancer. These statistical studies add up to the need for further intensive scientific work on the subject. Uh, Mr. Allen, neither of us is a scientist, so that well, we can speak I, as, so as layman. We all in the same. But how do you feel about the studies which Dr. Auerbach, for instance, has uh, done at, at Veterans Administration's hospitals, uh, along with the American Cancer Society, which indicate that the more you smoke, the more changes occur in your breathing tubes, and these changes are characteristic, as he says, of what precedes cancer. Mm -hmm. His point being that the more you smoke, the more changes you get, and uh, if you quit, you may reverse them. I know about the Auerbach uh, studies, and again emphasizing that I am neither a doctor nor a scientist. I uh, have been informed that uh, while Dr. Auerbach, I believe, is a pathologist, other pathologists have not had the opportunity to examine his slides or his work, and that he has not uh, made his report to his fellow pathologists who can verify or carry out uh, further investigations. I don't know why. Well, I think he actually has. In fact, I was Thank present you. when he personally presented his latest findings in Chicago in June. 
to the Pathological Association, as so, I recall. But it hasn't been well, printed. It's not in the he, literature, perhaps. I, maybe that's yes. why. Uh, but what I was informed of was that while he has made speeches at scientific conferences uh, as, uh, giving his report of the results of his investigation, other pathologists have not been privileged to examine the actual work or to uh, try to duplicate his studies, as far as I know. Is the Tobacco Industry Research Committee itself uh, financing any such work? The <clears throat> Tobacco Industry Research Committee uh, makes its grants on the basis of the recommendations of a scientific advisory board, which is made up of a dozen eminent, outstanding, uh, absolutely independent medical authorities in the United States. And uh, uh, I may say at this point that the Tobacco Industry Research Committee, which makes the grants, has never turned down a grant recommended by the Scientific Advisory Board. Uh, whether they have a grant at the moment on this immediate Orbach slides study, I'm, I'm not certain, but I am certain that if the Scientific Advisory Board felt that this was uh, something that they should support, the Tobacco in Industry Research Committee would certainly support it, yes. And I would guess that perhaps some grants have been made in that field. Mr. Allen, about three years ago, the uh, Surgeon General of the United States Public Health Service, at that time Dr. Burney, uh -huh. issued a report in which he stated that the evidence at that point indicated that cancer or that uh, smoking uh -huh. was the chief cause, or at least a primary cause, of lung cancer. Do you disagree with this conclusion? Well, I would point to the fact that the present Surgeon General under directions from the President of the United States, has decreed recently uh, that there shall be appointed a, an outstanding national commission of the most reputable scientists available to go into this entire question. And he is doing that right now. Um, the, both the President and uh, in directing that this study be made and Surgeon General Terry have said that uh, they go into the study with, uh, they are selecting people who are imminent, um, objective, and open-minded on this question. Uh, they are to make the most thorough review of all the available evidence. It will not be a commission which will undertake scientific investigation itself, I understand, but they are going to try to find out what the actual situation is. Uh, we regard this as a, as a good move. We think it's high time that that be done. Uh, I wonder if I can inject a question in here, uh, John, uh, Mr. Allen. Yeah. Uh, on a recent program in the same series, in, in this, this smoking question, uh, Senator Moss, mm -hmm. a Democrat from Utah, yep. uh, spoke of his co-sponsorship of a proposal with Senator Newberger of Oregon yes. Yes. having to do with smoking. Uh, what's, uh, what's your feeling on that, Mr. Well, uh, the <clears throat> chief proposal of Senator Newberger was that such a study be conducted, and uh, uh, this study is being conducted by the U.S. Public Health Service. Um, I'm not certain whether it is in direct line with what uh, Senator Newberger and the other six senators had in mind when they proposed, their, proposed it, but anyway, it is 
a study is being made right now. And uh, so far as the tobacco industry is concerned, we welcome it, and we are cooperating with it in every way we can. John? Mr. Allen, do you think in these studies that an effort should be made to find out whether there is anything good as well as anything <laughs> bad about smoking? <laughs> I notice you smoke. Do you get any good effects? Well, I... Uh, uh, surely, I think it, uh, when I said it should be a, a wide-open study, that means all, all aspects of it. Um, um, yes, the question has been raised oftentimes, uh, uh, if not uh, smoking, what? And uh, uh, consideration should be given, I think, and uh, I would if I were on a committee, or, even though I'm not a scientist, I'd want to consider all aspects of the matter, good, bad, and indifferent. You think it has a therapeutic value, then? Well, I don't know. <laughs> In the history of tobacco, you may know that 350 years ago, when it was first introduced into Europe, it was introduced as a medicine, as a medicament. Uh, it's, it's been, uh, tobacco has been uh, highly praised and roundly uh, condemned through its 350 years. That's another reason why we ought to, in this great scientific age, find out the scientific facts on this subject. Now, I was really serious, Mr. Allen. I wondered whether uh, tobacco really has any tranquilizing effects, whether it... Uh... Well, <clears throat> you may know that, uh, so far as the Army is concerned, ever since Valley Forge, when George Washington said to the Congress, if you can't send me money, please send tobacco, right down to the latest uh, events, uh, hostilities in in Korea when General MacArthur was asked what was the best use that could be made with some $10,000 that had been collected for our troops in Korea by some organization. He sent word back, sent, spend it all on, on tobacco. And that is the most um, uh, important thing that you can do for the morale of the troops in, in Korea. So. Now, this is in direct contrast, Mr. Allen, to a recent uh, order by the Air Force Surgeon General uh, in which he says, uh, don't distribute free cigarettes to our patients any longer or uh, some such order. What is the feeling of the tobacco industry with respect to that? Well, I may say, in all frankness, that the tobacco industry learned of that decision with some surprise and, uh, and astonishment because, in the first place, the, the armed services have been begging the tobacco manufacturers for cigarettes for um, their uh, hospitals and uh, encampments and kits for a long time and the tobacco industry has been cooperative and and uh, glad to um, perform this um, assistance to our armed forces most of these cigarettes free cigarettes have been given by uh, various community groups American Legion posts and uh, other community organizations which have sent cigarettes to veterans' hospitals. But uh, even more important is the implication in the, the um, decision, in the announcement of the Surgeon General of the Air Force that he has reached a conclusion on a subject which the President of the United States and the Surgeon General of the U.S. Public Health Service have just decreed that there should be the most um, uh, basic study which has been ordered by the American government in this subject with an objective point of view of considering all aspects of the question. It uh, looks as if 
one arm of the U.S. government doesn't quite know what the other arm is doing. Would you say they've jumped the gun? I would say so, yes. But uh, I'd also like to make this clear that the I've heard, learned from our tobacco uh, people that um, they want it clearly understood that, of course, it's up to the uh, Air Force to decide itself whether it wants to um, continue to receive free cigarettes from <coughs> from local organizations, um, American Legion posts, the manufacturers, or whatnot. Uh, we do not think that uh, they, the decision on this should be based on preconceived conclusions of matters which need energetic and thorough scientific investigation. Mr. Allen, in this study that the U uh, United States Public Health Service is undertaking, do you think that they should uh, pay any attention to economic considerations? Well, in other words, the tobacco industry yeah. supplies an awful lot of tax money to us. Should this sure, be considered, sure. or should this be strictly a health survey? I think it ought to be strictly a health survey myself. Well, I'm speaking personally. However, I happen to come from tobacco from a tobacco area. I'm a small in a very small scale, a tobacco farmer myself. I recently acquired a little farm in North Carolina, which has a three-acre tobacco allotment on it. Um, there are altogether, uh, we estimate, about 17 million people in the United States who, in one way or another, obtain their livelihood either directly or indirectly from uh, tobacco, either the growing the handling of the leaf, the warehouses, the manufacturers, the wholesalers and retail distributors. Incidentally, there are reckoned to be 1,500,000 individual retail outlets of one sort or another. So a lot of people are involved, not to speak of the fact that uh, the, so far as the revenue to the U.S. government is concerned, tobacco, I believe, is second in the amount of excise taxes, um, which comes to the Treasury from uh, the excise tax. Uh, furthermore, of the tobacco grown in the United States, leaf tobacco, more than one-third is exported, so it has a great uh, importance in our balance of payments and export trade. Uh I didn't want to uh, change the, uh, the uh, subject here, John, but a uh, question came up in my mind as uh, Mr. Allen was talking. Uh, the kind of question that uh, I guess is asked by a lot of people around the country in all 50 states, and since this program is being heard in all 50 states, I'd like to ask it. The average person, or a lot of people, Mr. Allen, uh, ask the question, the basic ham and eggs question, uh, gee, if I smoke, am I going to get lung cancer? You've probably heard that very basic question yourself. Yes, yes. Can you give us a very basic ham and eggs answer to that <laughs> question? Uh, the, perhaps the most thorough uh, study um, that has recently come uh, into the news on this subject was a study by the Royal College of Physicians in Great Britain. Matter of fact, that was the precedent for the Senator Newberger resolution that's been referred to. That study, while considered very um, strong in its accusations, charges regarding smoking, 
Nevertheless, that study itself said that the majority of people smoke without any harm to their system. So if you say, am I going to get lung cancer if I smoke? A lot of people get lung cancer who have never smoked in their lives. We had a recent case in which 27 nuns were uh, had died of lung cancer, not altogether or not the same place, but uh, among the statistics, who had never been near tobacco. So certainly uh, one would have to say that if you just ask the question flatly, if I smoke, will I get lung cancer? There are many, many uh, cases and evidences that can be cited, statements to the fact that there is no proved uh, cause and effect relationship uh, between the two. John? Well, the statistics, I think, will uphold you. They do indicate that most heavy smokers, even heavy smokers, do not get lung cancer. On the other hand, they indicate that the heavy smoker does have a much greater chance of getting it than the non-smoker. Uh, is this the way you size them up? Well, I, um, I think other, uh, other situations, other characteristics of smokers need to be examined carefully. Now, a lot of... For instance... Uh, well, uh, uh, there are uh, statistics which show that um, uh, persons who are um, uh, under tension, for example, uh, for some reason or other, maybe soldiers in the army, so, uh, smoke much more than, than uh, other people. So the habits... The characteristics which um, seem to lend towards very heavy smoking are considerations which might also uh, bear investigation with regard to causes of cancer, environmental factors. Also, uh, one of the places that are most, uh, has the highest incidence of, of lung cancer is uh, 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 crowded cities where there are a lot of pollution of the air pollution, uh, things of that sort. Human characteristics, a person's ancestry, for example, has been gone into very recently. The New York Times carried uh, just very recently a study linking the uh, likelihood of, of uh, having Heredity. lung cancer by uh, whether your parents mm -hmm. had it or not. Do you, do you uh, excuse me, were you going to say something, John? Uh, I was going to add uh, do you think that there's been then uh, somewhat of a prejudgment uh, on the part of uh, a lot of people about the association between lung cancer? Yes, I do. Uh, and uh, smoking? I think there's, there's uh, uh, I, uh, in that connection, I was very much interested in a statement uh, by Dr. Frank Horsfall recently, who's president and director of the New York uh, uh, City Sloan Kettering Institute for Cancer Research, one of the most uh, reputable organizations in the United States in this field. He says that there seems no doubt at all that there are a, are a number of environmental factors, a number at least, associated with the incidents with which cancer develops. But far more emphasis has been placed on one environmental factor, namely cigarettes, than any other. Almost hysteria has been produced out of proportion to its real significance. I think that is a, seems to me a, a sound statement by the, perhaps the number one man in this field, the head of Sloan Kettering. John? 
What kind of advice would the tobacco industry care to give, Mr. Allen, to the American public? Uh, obviously, you're not going to tell them stop smoking, well, but uh, do you think I, they should be moderate on, smokers? Let me say on that, that uh, the tobacco industry has stated, and I'm glad to, to reemphasize it, we have no quarrel with anybody who doesn't want to smoke for whatever reason. There are physiological differences in people uh, which require them to exercise good judgment, sound judgment, with regard to all their activities. If a person is inclined towards uh, uh, heart trouble, I wouldn't advise him to play 36 holes of golf every day. It's ridiculous. And so consequently, the, an individual, in order to be sensible, should um, follow his own uh, physiological characteristics with care and judgment and and uh, sound common sense. He should follow his doctor's advice, then. In, 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 in smoking, just as, as every other field, mm -hmm. of course. We don't, don't dispute that. We, we, we support that. Mr. Allen, there's been some uh, criticism of the tobacco industry's advertising from uh, the standpoint that you are trying to lure teenagers into starting to smoke too early in life. Yeah. Uh, would you care to comment on that? That uh, question, of course, is, is often raised. And... Uh, uh, let me say this: that uh, first and foremost, the the tobacco, the advertising policies of each tobacco manufacturer is is very decidedly it's that manufacturer's own decision. That is, the advertising matters are not matters which the institute itself is authorized by its charter to concern itself with. And uh, I must make that clear. At the same time, I recognize that the question of teenage smoking in the advertising has, is very often brought up, and uh, I, I, I want to say that I have myself watched the, the uh, advertising rather closely from that point of view. It's true that uh, uh, pretty girls are sometimes used in, in uh, tobacco advertising, cigarette advertising, just as uh, pretty girls are used in every other a uh, form of advertising in the United States. People like uh, pretty girls. Yeah, <laughs> they don't appeal. Uh, they, they, pretty girls oftentimes appeal to to uh, people who are uh, somewhat older. Suppose they appeal uh, to non-smokers too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, the point is this: that uh, uh, the tobacco industry has taken this position very definitely: that the tobacco industry is anxious to uh, be. Uh, thoroughly law-abiding and to cooperate with the laws in various states which uh, set the age at which cigarettes can be sold to minors. And uh, in any way that the tobacco industry can, it wants to be on the, solidly on the side of, of law enforcement. I'll go farther and make a personal observation here that um, in my own judgment, uh, the custom of smoking is predominantly, and should be, I think, an adult decision, an adult um, uh, ha custom. But the uh, statement has often been made with a good deal of... Uh, when do you become uh, an adult? Well, I was going to say, when you are old enough to shoulder a gun and fight for your country or die in Korea or something, a man ought to be old enough to, to make up his mind as to whether he... he uh, well, smoke or not, I'd say that uh, that's as good a rule of thumb. Uh, 
decision as I can see. I think we have time for another question here, John. Well, I was just going to ask one more thing. We've been spending so much time on uh, smoking and lung cancer. I wondered whether there is any uh, concern on the part of the industry about any other health effects. How about bronchitis or heart trouble? Uh, yes. Well, this uh, study by the Surgeon General is supposed to, uh, is not limited to lung cancer. It is to cover uh, the general question of smoking and health, and we are... I said, cooperating with it in every way we can. Of course, this is a very big subject to be studied at one time. It'll probably take six months, it's estimated, for this study to take its effect. And uh, even that won't be long enough for the time that these scientists can give to it to cover the whole waterfront. And uh, even with regard to lung cancer, I imagine that a lot of questions will still be open uh, for scientific investigation uh, six months, 12 months, and a year or two years from now. I hope that by the amount of concentration of scientific energy that, and, and brains that are being devo devoted to this question that uh, the solution, the answers will not be too prolonged. We certainly in the tobacco industry are most anxious for it to be pursued energetically and to find these answers. I sense then that you feel, Mr. Allen, that the United States Public Health Service survey will resolve some of the doubts, but probably will not answer the full question of what effects tobacco has on people, good or bad. Well, I don't like to anticipate what this group uh, of distinguished people may conclude, but I would doubt from the amount of um, scientific investigation which is going on right now and in mid-course mid that this whole question will be wound up six months from now. Thank you very much, sir. I'd like to ask a question here. If we have time, we'll use this in the program. This comes at the tail end of the program, preceding Troen's final question. Uh, since, well, for some time now, Mr. Allen, we have been hearing on the radio, reading about a connection between lung cancer, smoking, and so on and so forth. I don't have any statistics or figures here, and you may or may not have them available mm -hmm. right now. But is there less smoking today than there was 10 years ago? I don't mean cigarette by cigarette. I'm, uh, I'm speaking of people. No, there is uh, more smoking per capita today than there was 10 years ago. Despite the so-called publicity uh, on the cancer and smoking and that sort of thing? Um, well... Or is that a normal uh, trend? The... Um, the, uh, the publicity has not um, caused a diminution in the per capita consumption of cigarettes. Is it because uh, there are more fact. people? No. Uh, even considering the, we, we judge uh, per capita consumption of cigarettes by the population 15 and over, as the U.S. Public Health Service usual surveys and the Census Bureau counts uh, that. Um, and so there is there has been an increase in the use of per capita use uh, more than just the increase in population. Is that broken down as to women, men, uh, boys, girls, uh, teenagers, people in uh, the 20 to 30 bracket or anything like uh, that? No, although just plus the increase in the last uh, 20 years of uh, smoking by women is, of course, increased very greatly. Mr. Allen, would you say that this is statistical evidence that the people are not convinced that smoking is bad. 
Well, I think that people are uh, convinced that it's still an open question, that it hasn't been, uh, the scientific evidence is not in on this. This is what I meant. In other words, you feel that the people, as well as the tobacco industry, have uh, their minds still open on the question. Yes. The jury isn't in yet. Let me say this, uh, if I still have a, a second. I said that there were 17 million people involved directly or indirectly, one way or another, in, in the tobacco industry. Now, look, those 17 million people are good, honest Americans, just like the, any other 17 million you could pick up. They have a double interest in this question. First, as Americans and as human beings, they want to find the answers to these two chiefly unsolved great medical problems before the American people and before the world, that is, lung cancer and heart disease. They are the two conspicuous ones which so much scientific evidence is being pressed. They, they, they want, as everybody else does, to find what causes them and what the cures are and what the facts are. Secondly, they are involved in an industry which has been uh, connected with these both of these diseases, and they naturally are doubly anxious to see the the truth, the facts on these matters brought out in the scientific laboratory. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. Moving forward. How much you can take it? They keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. We wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher Smart Radio app, Potable, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.